I'm not competing. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, do you know where the gentleman that's doing the podcast is to go? That's a great question. We'll find that out. How are you doing? Right, I'm Kara. Good. I'm Nathan Cole. Nathan, nice to meet you. Good Thanks to meet for you. being here. Yeah. Well, let's, let's set you up over here real fast. Hi, and welcome to the Fish Off Chamber Music Competition here in South Bend, Indiana. I am thrilled to be here podcasting for the, well, for the rest of the competition uh, these three days. This is day one, and we're going to have an episode every day here to try and figure out what this competition is all about and meet a lot of the competitors here and the jury, some of the coaches, and just really get a sense of what it's like to to be part of the festivities here. So the competition runs for three days, and today all the, well, it's called the quarterfinals, so these are the groups that got picked to participate in the competition based on their audition recordings. And it'll be cut down at the end of today, although they do an interesting thing here. Um, although they tell the seniors tonight, the senior division, being a college agent above, although they tell them tonight who's going to advance to uh, the semis tomorrow. They wait for the junior division until tomorrow morning uh, because they really want all the juniors staying around, if possible, for the rest of the competition uh, to, to hear the other junior groups, to hear some of the senior groups, and um, to get master classes from the jury tomorrow. Uh, for those groups that, that didn't advance. So they wait until tomorrow morning to, to make that announcement. Um, and then uh, semifinals tomorrow and finals on Sunday. And then, of course, the exciting announcement of the winners. And um, as, as I hope to find out here, um, it's not all about who wins here. You know, a competition like this is about who you meet and the experiences that you have and I know that sounds corny and if Akiko were here she'd be uh, she'd be laughing at me but um, no, I think she would agree too. Hi Akiko, she's back at home playing with the LA Phil this week and um, doing kid duty so I'm missing my co-host. Um, but I wanted to start by just talking to one of the groups here and it happens to be quite a young group competing in the junior strings and piano division. All right, and here I am now with Trio Tempest, and you guys are from Chicago, right? Yeah. And uh, let me get your names and ages, actually, if, if we go around the table. Um, my name is El Cho, and I'm 10 years old. Uh, and mean, what do you play? I play the violin. Okay. My name is Wubo Song, and I'm, 10, I'm 11 years old, and I play the piano. All right. And my name is Jan Vargas Nivetsky, and I'm 12 years old, and I play the cello. All right. Now, the first thing I notice when you guys say your names and ages is that you are a good bit younger than most of the other people I've seen here. And I, I actually heard that you may be the youngest folks that have been part of this competition. So I don't know if anybody has already made a big deal of this or not. But um, you guys already played, right? Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? It was great. It was, it yes. Our parents got like the best we could do. All emotional and oh. they started crying. That happens. I kind of remember. I think I think my parents were pretty good at hiding all of that, <laughs> but I know sometimes they there there was some emotion there. Um, are all your parents here? Yeah. 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 Cool. How long have you guys been playing together? Um, 
two years. Yeah, two, yeah, two years. years. Yeah. Two years. Two years. So when you started, you were like eight, nine years old. I was, chamber music. I was ten. As as okay. How how often do you guys get to play together? Usually it's supposed to be one coaching a week and then once we figure out that we're going to be auditioning for Fish Off, we up that to two times and then when we figure out that we actually made it into the quarterfinals, we up it to three times. Plus wow. additional coachings, like just practicing together. And then like last week it was one every day. Okay. And who is your coach? Uh, um, we have two we coaches. We have two coaches. The um, string coach is Sammy Lee, and the piano coach is Elaine Felder. Yeah. Great. And so, how did you guys uh, get started playing chamber music? Was it did they just come um, in one day and put the music on your um, stand? Today, well, I mean, a long time ago, me and Jan used to be in a quartet, and then yeah. they. They also played in duo. We when, you, played, when you say a long time ago, okay, <laughs> were so you like four? <laughs> when I was like five or no, six. No, she was like five or six. It was about six years ago. Um, okay. Me and Jan was, were in a quartet. And then we made a duet and we went to an international festival in Europe. Yeah, and then my mom and his mom like said that we should stop. But then um, my piano teacher was like the head of the chamber music and she told me about she told my mom about Luba and then we started to play a trio ever since. So what was the first piece that you guys sat down to play? Hiding Trio. The Hiding Trio, I forgot what yeah. me neither. And is that on your was that on your program today? No. no. Okay. What did you play today? We, we played, played Beethoven Trio. We played, and we also played Primavera Portena. And we also played Mendelssohn, second movement of the D minor. Opus 49. Okay, which Beethoven Trio? trio. Opus 1, number 1, and E-flat major. Okay, Opus 1, number 1, cool. He was young for that. Yeah, um, yeah. 21. Yeah, and what, what do you guys like about um, playing chamber music, so let's say, compared to practicing the solo repertoire. We like, you go first. Um, I like chamber music because we get to interact with different people and like have fun with it. Yeah, practicing can be kind of lonely, I know. <laughs> I like chamber music because like solo is, you just have to mind your own music, but then chamber music you get to like make lots of friends and it also means new opportunities. Yeah. And what's rehearsing like? I mean, are there are, are your coaches there for rehearsal, or do you rehearse totally yeah. on your own? So mostly, um, so every week we have like scheduled coachings, and one of our coaches coach us, and then we play stuff it's solo. It's alternate. And then, yeah, we like just go through one coaching. We can have a lesson on like one piece, and then the other we would have on a different piece. And what what were some of the when you look back at when you first started playing together? Were there things you, you look back on now and you're like, oh, I can't believe we did that, or I can't believe someone had to tell us that back then? Not really. Now, what about just starting pieces? Because I remember, I mean, I was older than you, probably 14, and I remember just trying to start a string quartet. It seemed impossible. Like, whatever sign I gave, nobody liked it. I don't know. Did you, has this ever happened to you guys, or just pretty natural? It's pretty natural. For me, like, because That's I've never good. played in chamber music before, so it was new for me and it was like sort of weird, but then like it was pretty okay after that. Yeah. But it was fun because yeah. we all became really good friends and so it was easier for us. Well, that's nice. I like that because I've, I've played in some groups where, you know, actually the music was pretty good, but I had to like 
practically hold my nose to go into the room because I'm like, I can't stand, well, maybe that's too strong a way to say it, but I think I really don't want to spend two hours with these people, but I really like playing with these people. <laughs> so it's good if you can be friends, that's the best of, of all worlds. Do you see each other outside the trio? Or yeah. Is it, yeah, yeah, like after rehearsals, we usually like run around, play on the yeah. playground. Oh, cool. What other things do you do you like to do when you're not playing your instruments? Eat pizza. Oh, nice. We eat, we, we eat, eat, sleep, practice, sleep, and more. Sleep. <laughs> so. Sorry to interrupt. You guys were just sensational. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. All right, got fans here too. Wow. Well, what are you guys uh, doing the rest of the day now that you're you're done? So we go on some lucky for the Pac-Man program, uh, school so, concert. Yeah. Uh, so we're in gonna an be elementary school. school. Oh, okay. And That's then happening after that, today. We're gonna go get Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Cool. Not pizza. Okay. <laughs> Maybe okay. pizza tomorrow. Maybe pizza. Cool. Um, well, it's been great meeting you guys and talking to you, and I, I wish you the best in in this competition, and hopefully I'll. See you the next couple days. And Thank you. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Trio Thank you. Tempest. Well, I wanted to get a sense of how a group like that gets put together in the first place and um, <laughs> whose idea it was to get a few 10-year-olds playing chamber music because that's extraordinary. And um, so I got the chance to sit down with the director of the academy at the Music Institute of Chicago, um, James Setapen, and... He offered some insight into just how the whole thing works and, and why those kids are playing chamber music. Hello, this is Jim Setapen. Happy to be on this podcast. Yeah, thanks for sitting down with me. And you are head of the Music Institute of Chicago. Uh, I'm a head of a part of it called the Academy. Okay. The Music Institute of Chicago is over 2,000 students, everything from toddlers up until senior citizens. Ah. Um, the Academy is a very small select part of the Music Institute, which is only 30 students and only string players and pianists. But these are the ones who are highly gifted as performers and want to be performers in music. And so that's by audition only. By audition course. only. Yeah. And you have, the, or the Academy has, how many groups here at the competition this time? We have four. Four groups. At, at, um, and we usually have around four or five or six wow. here each year. We've been very fortunate. So obviously chamber music is a huge part of being at the Academy. Chamber music is a big part of our curriculum. We spend, uh, we only meet on Saturdays. And we spend two hours on Saturday on chamber music. One hour each group has a coach, and one hour they have to work without a coach. So they have to learn how to work with each other. Right. I was going to ask. That's, uh, yeah. that's such a challenge. It is a challenge for adults, and it's certainly a challenge for teenagers. But we have made it work for them. They, they do learn how to, how to rehearse, how to say things in a way that's going to be productive rather than cruel. Yeah. So. And, and why do you... Uh, give them so much time on chamber music when, let, let's say, they could have another lesson or, you know? Well, they, they don't take their private lessons during the Academy Saturday. Okay. They take them in another day of the week. Um, we have talked about the curriculum very carefully, and we have them from 9.30 in the morning to 6 at night. So what are we going to do that they really need to know to get into the best music schools and to be full musicians? So chamber music, two hours. The strings play two hours of orchestra with me. Um, we bring in a masterclass teacher 
every week for an hour and a half. You've done that for us That's very, right. very well. That's years ago. Um, and we teach the music history and theory as well for an hour and a half. Um, and then they have social time as well, which is also very important. <laughs> so they get be to become friends, and I tell them, which is absolutely true, they're going to know these people for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I still know people from my high school years. So. Yeah, that's come up again and again uh, just so far today and then a few hours here at the fish office. Yep. Everybody, of all the adults are saying, yeah, I, I've known these folks or uh, the, the people that I met at competitions and festivals. And right. So. right. So we think we have a very good curriculum for them and I guess the proof is that they continually get into Juilliard and Curtis and Eastman and New England Conservatory and mm -hmm. other really top-notch schools year even, after year. Even just to get into this competition is an accomplishment too. Cause... Yes, yes, we've been very fortunate here. We've won a number of the medals uh, over the last... The Academy is only 13 years old and okay. we only started coming here our second or third year. It was 2008. That year we happened to win all three medals. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's a debut. <laughs> yes. Well, so one of your groups is playing just in a few minutes, I think, right? Well, actually, we have an alumna, Rebecca Benjamin, okay. who is in one of the senior uh, groups. Okay. Now, our, our groups are in the junior category because right. they're high school kids. But Rebecca is was one of our most talented and wonderful violinists. And she was, in fact, in a group that did win the gold medal as juniors okay. in the junior division. And so now here she is trying to do the same in the senior division. With a different group. With a different group from Cleveland Institute of Music. Oh, where okay. she's going. Well, you must be very proud. Oh, I'm extraordinarily <laughs> proud of her and all of the Academy graduates. And we were just talking about uh, someone, a violist that played for me in the master class I gave is now in the Boston Symphony. Yeah, her name was Leah Ferguson. She was also, as a matter of fact, in a group right here, huh. the Dane Quartet, that also won a gold medal wow. in 2009. Um, and here she is, uh, she's a violist in the Boston Symphony. Wow. So we have some of the best music students <laughs> in the country in this wonderful organization. So well, I'm, I'm happy, happy to... about that see the chamber music is such a Absolutely. such a part of their, their lives. Well, you're doing great work in Chicago, so. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for sitting down with me. My pleasure. So I thought I'd sit down with one other group from the Music Academy of Chicago, and this time actually with their coach, Rodolfo Fierro, and this uh, group is named after him, so they must, uh, they must not mind his coaching so much. Um, here is the Fierro Quartet with Rodolfo Fierro also from the Music Institute of Chicago in the junior division, but a little bit older than a Trio Tempest. String Quartet, and you guys have just finished, just finished your performance. And could you, uh, why don't we go around and uh, you can give me your names and what you play and how old you are. <laughs> I'm Alana Galantis, I'm 17 and I play viola. My name is Alon Hayut, I play the cello and I'm 17 years old. My name is Izzy Brown, I'm 16 and I play the violin. I'm Kaylin Liu, I'm 17 and I play the violin. And we I have one more. I did not play today, but I'm Rolfo <laughs> Vieira and I'm the chamber music, uh, music coach here. I won't ask you how old you are, but what do you play? <laughs> I'll play the violin. <laughs> I knew that, but I wanted our, uh, our audience to... Um, and we knew each other a little bit from Chicago, um, and that's where you guys are based. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are from the Music Institute of Chicago, from the Academy program. Uh, the Academy program is a special program for highly talented students up to 18 years old. Yeah, I was actually talking with the Academy director earlier 
So how long have you guys been at the Academy? So this is actually my first year at the Academy. Okay. This is my second year at the Academy. Okay. This is my fourth year. All right. And this you're eighth, awesome. right? we got to keep multiplying. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is my second year, too. Okay. What was the very first piece you sat down and read? I think it was the Haydn. It was the yeah. Oh, the one that you did today? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's funny how that works. It's like that first thing sometimes really sticks. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, what's it been like, uh, just the whole process of putting the program together for here and rehearsing and has it been very different from the rest of the year or just kind of keep doing the same thing and I mean because Fish Off is such a big competition obviously we added a few more extra rehearsals but yeah everything pretty much stayed the same and we just kept on working on our pieces and adding new pieces throughout the year um, for the repertoire in this competition. When you look back toward the beginning of the year when you were just starting to play together um, can you think of some things that, you know, things you know now that you wish you'd known then, that sort of thing? Oh, my intonation. <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> at the beginning of the year. My coach, Mr. Rodolfo, tore me apart for that, but now it's all for the better. Okay. Now I learned how to listen a little bit more. So intonation is solved now. Yes. <laughs> but was that specifically, um, you learned that because of chamber music? Because, yes. okay. So well, things uh, that sounded fine to your ear in the context of the group. Yeah, ch uh, intonation for a chamber group is very different than working on your own. You know, you have to find chords and uh, or like a lot of times it's structured where another measure or has chords, one chord or more chords. Um, was the cellist, aren't you? You're, you're often the one reminding everyone of that, right? <laughs> like the violinist can be happy just sort of playing the way it sounds good yeah. to them. <laughs> well, we, like, we, uh, always uh, tune, we always tune from, you know, bottom up, so... So did you always play viola or are you a violinist that moved to viola for chamber music? No, I always played viola, um, but this was the first year I ever did chamber seriously, so it was a, okay. it was a really and interesting experience. Yeah, how, how so? Because I know I, I've heard from different violists and quartets. Yeah, it's been a challenge to just kind of put it all together, I guess. It's, I mean, it's obviously much different. I'm used to playing in um, a youth orchestra. That's where I spent all my free time doing before the Academy. But having it like minimized to just four players was very different. It was, I felt more exposed and higher level of responsibility over my part. We have to you have to seize the opportunities too, right? Because, like, yeah. you know, you don't always get so many solos compared to yeah, definitely. the violin parts, and then you got to turn out or do whatever. I don't know how you guys sit, but yeah. if you do the normal quartet thing, then you got to turn when it's your... Yeah, <laughs> sitting on the edge. Well, how has it been uh, working with these guys? Terrific. This is... Yeah. What I mean, have you seen change? Oh, of course. I'm from, it's amazing. Uh, first time... It happens every year, really, with every group, really. Um, from the first rehearsal to right, right now, the delta is so large. Can you remember any, are there any particular coachings you guys can remember where there was like a light bulb moment or? Oh, well, there was one time when we were discussing intonation, of course, and all of our pieces, almost all of our pieces require us to play perfect fits which is kind of hard to get in tune, especially since there are multiple people playing them. My, my light bulb moment came when he told me 
that. The fifth, you have to like evenly place your finger on both strings, and I don't know. It was just like magically in tune again, and I was like <laughs> so happy, <laughs> and it helped the general intonation of the group. So yeah, that's, that's my like that'll <laughs> come in handy for Bach too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was. Uh, I remember uh, that reminded me um, what Kaylin said about fifths. There was one coaching we had on the Greek string quartet, the, the beginning section. At that point, he was having us hold our notes and he was saying, like, violin one and viola, you have a fifth. You're a fifth or, or a fourth. And always looking for the fifths and the fourths and the pieces. And tuning that helped us play uh, so much more powerful because when the intonation is lining up like that, then the sound overall just blends so much better. And so after we worked slowly through, you know, finding where the fifths were and the fourths were between each part, um, then we ran through that section. It was a completely different feeling that we had. Yeah, it's funny, <laughs> funny how much easier it makes it. Yeah. It's like before you're working so hard, like to yeah, get the yeah. power and just won't, won't yeah. sit right. Well, great, I'll, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. and. Thank yeah, you very much. You don't much. have to play anymore. Are you playing in the schools? Or? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Great. Thanks for sitting down with me. And, uh, Thank you so much for having Great to meet you guys, the Vieira you. String Quartet. Good to meet you. Thank you. Well, I wanted to talk now with Tom Rosenberg, who has been the leader of this competition for, let's see, he'll have to tell me exactly, but it's been decades. He's a cellist, formerly of the Chester String Quartet, among others, and um, I knew him back when we both were in the Twin Cities. And uh, as I recall, we, uh, we played a, an entertaining piano trio concert with a pianist who was exceedingly proud of his piano and had to have it moved from rehearsal to performance and even gave it a bow at the end, gave the piano a bow, that is, at the end of the Archduke Trio. So I've been looking forward to seeing Tom ever since I arrived here. And uh, here's a little chat with him to tell us what this competition is all about from his perspective. It's just nice to see you after all these years. Yeah. And um, so this is uh, sitting with old friend Tom Rosenberg. And um, you've been running this competition for now how long? 39 years. That's incredible. Yeah. So were you here from the very, very beginning? Well, or? no. Um, it started, I think, about seven years before. Um, I was in a very good string quartet that was like hot stuff at the time and we got a residency here at IU South Bend and right away Mr. Fishoff called me he was super excited that we were here and got me involved in the competition it was really very small at the time I mean I remember I was a student at Oberlin before and we had heard of it and it wasn't a very long drive yeah. And I was in a serious quartet there also. And so what, but what we were these quartets, here. actually? Well, that quartet, the early quartet at Oberlin was called the Royalton Quartet, and we never came here because we we did the math, and we decided that if we won the $100 first prize, we would still <laughs> lose money, and we had no, we couldn't lose money. Just on gas, you'd lose Just money. Just on gas, right. So we didn't come. And then um, the other quartet was called the Chester Quartet, which had a kind of long... 20-year run yeah. playing all over the world and it was fun and so we were here and I got involved and uh, I had been to a number of international competitions and the quartet had been to some and I knew 
what was good experience at competitions and horrible experiences at competitions. And um, it started from there and then I started to use contacts I had to build the jury and, and those people helped build the competition's reputation and all that stuff. And it's gone from there. Well, I mean, 39 years is, that's a long span of time. I mean, I'm it sure <laughs> there are about a hundred changes you could, you could name, but just in terms of how you started and where it is now, what are some of the, the big, big changes? The, the biggest change, first of all, is just the number of applicants. Um, Give us a the, perspective. Of yeah, that. so when I first started, one of the cool things that Mr. Fishoff, who was not a terribly wealthy person, he was just a, a furniture dealer who had gone to Curtis in the first class of Curtis. and he The very did first. The very first. <laughs> and he and his buddies played chamber music here in town. And they thought starting an event to promote chamber music at the college level, but also high school, would be cool. And uh, I did play chamber music in high school. I was a senior in high school, and I was the one and only freakish person who did, and it was in Buffalo where the Cleveland Quartet was. So I had to play with college students, because there were no other high school kids. So when I came here, the senior division was very small, maybe seven or eight groups, and a couple junior division groups three or four, and they were horrible. And was it the kind of thing where, I mean, if you applied, then you could come? You'd, you'd be in. Okay. Right. But so then it began to get better and over, over time, and more and more kids started to come, and we suddenly didn't have room for 10 or 12 junior groups, and Mr. Fishoff was very disturbed by that. He was like, senior division, we can limit it, but we should never eliminate a junior group. Okay. So we added this extra day. So we could have as many as 24 junior groups. And of course we had like 12 or 13. And we thought we'd never eliminate another junior division group ever. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so this year there were about 80 that applied. Wow. And that's probably one-tenth of the number of groups that are, or maybe one-hundredth of the number of groups that now play chamber music that are in that are in the country. Wow. You know? And there's programs all over the country. I run one in St. Paul. You know, and the level is hard to distinguish from professional at the top levels. Well, I just, I spoke with the members of a trio Tempest earlier today, and they're, I think, 10 and 11. Oh, yes. And they're very, very good. Right. I they're mean, really good. Could you have, when, when this competition started or when you got here, could you have imagined a, a trio of 10-year-olds or 11-year-olds? <laughs> I think I could have imagined it, but they wouldn't have sounded that good. <laughs> yeah. And they, they're a really good group. I mean, they, they also look charming because they're so young, but it isn't just that. They sound very good. Right. Yeah. It, you know, it used to be that we would get a lot of groups, but maybe three, two, three of them would be good. Uh-huh. Now, just getting in is takes tremendous luck because every there's like, you know, 60, 70 groups that applied in the string area, and there's t- room for 24, and probably 40, uh, 40 of them at least mm-hmm. are would have won. I mean, how do you... Would have won this thing, you know, 25 <laughs> years ago. How do you choose? I mean, the, the jury just has a, almost an impossible it's, task. It is an almost impossible task. They, I, what I tell people is you have to play really well and you have to get really lucky. Mm-hmm. And that's true in any good competition anyway. Sure. Because it's a competition and a concert, but it's still a competition. If it were just a concert, everyone would 
you know, love every minute of it. Sure. And, and the other thing that I've tried to build here is to turn it into something more than a competition. Mm-hmm. The entire time I've been here, my two goals are to honor what I think Mr. Fishoff would want and also to approach every decision from the perspective of a musician who comes here. Everyone knows they can't win, but hopefully they have a perspective about it. it was a really good experience, they were treated really well, it was fair, everything was transparent, they met tons of other people who they're going to know their whole lives. Um, we try to get them all together on Saturday night, and in the hotel, there's sight-reading parties. And oh, fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Do you see most of the groups sticking around for the whole competition, even if they don't advance, say, after um, today? A lot of them do, mm-hmm. um, because they have airline tickets, <laughs> and if they're wise, they didn't plan to leave before it's over. Sure. But a lot of the groups that come from driving distance um, sometimes leave. One of the things we've done to try to keep them here longer and to benefit them is the groups that don't get through in the first round of the junior division play in master classes for the jury. Oh, uh, okay. That's and a great idea. it's a little bit hard to do. We could announce the, the night before, but we don't want people to leave. We want people to stay right. and learn something yep. and not just play and leave, in which case you don't really learn anything. That's what I wish. Stuff. I had known at that age was that all the people I meet, even when I'm 12, 13, 14, Absolutely. you know, I'm going to keep seeing these folks for, for the rest of my life. For the rest of your lives, you right. Know, and I, I don't think I was a mean kid or anything like that, but I didn't, had I known these people really are going to be my friends and colleagues. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have done some things differently and, and listened a lot more like you're talking about. I feel like the, the people you meet in music school, are gonna, you're going to go through life together, a lot of you you know Um, and they may be your most loyal friends for your whole your whole life later down later down the road yeah and we try to tell them that here Um, I do a big speech especially to the junior division yeah uh, on Saturday morning about you know what this is all about it isn't just about winning yeah because you spend so much time with the group just you know rehearsing put all the minutiae and putting it all together and it's, yeah. it's hard to have a bigger perspective I think and a lot of them you know they're on their own in their town they do it they're the only ones maybe or there is a small group uh, and then they come here and they see there's hundreds of other kids <laughs> doing it and loving it like they do that's got to be eye-opening yeah it's pretty cool we do other neat things like sending junior division groups out to elementary schools and doing presentations. Oh yeah, I was I was surprised to I think the Tempest trio that I just talked to said that's what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Later today. That it's a little outdated now, but we call it the Pac-Man program. Peer, <laughs> peer ambassadors for chamber music. Well, I think and, for, you know maybe people don't even know that's stated now. They just think it sounds like a cool right name. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so they you know they just go they go in casual clothes they sit down they tell the kids. Uh, when they can to sit on the floor around them and they play and they're phenomenal mm-hmm. and then they get them engaged in asking questions and it just goes from there and I mean chamber music's been so important in your life and you know obviously you know that it is for kids we've talked a lot about the junior division and I guess speaking still about kids of that age what do you see them getting out of it there's so over many and above the solo work yeah there's so many things I mean I, I am a believer that, you know, most people, it's kind of like, like my son plays basketball, right? Mm-hmm. 
he wants to be in the NBA. He's probably not going to make it to the NBA, but he gains so much. The work ethic, the drive, the determination, being in a team. But it's like not everyone's going to be able to be in a string quartet that's successful. Mm -hmm. But anyone who plays chamber music and gets really good at it becomes a great orchestral player mm -hmm. where most people can make a better living. Sure. If they can get into the orchestras. <laughs> well, thank you for nother, saying that orchestras yes. like chamber music. Cause. Well, good orchestras <laughs> are, you know, they really are. Everyone's listening. You know, people go, how can they learn uh, such and such a piece in two rehearsals? Because everybody's listening. They, learn, they know how to listen. They know how to count. They know how to subdivide. They know how to <laughs> listen for the other part and not just play their own part. So great orchestras are full of great chamber musicians or people who at least were trained well. So I think that's one of the huge benefits. So. Well, is there anything else you want to touch on before? How do you like L.A.? Oh, <laughs> I, I really like L.A. I'm still, I was just talking to a couple Chicago folks around here since we're not, not far from that city. And, uh -huh. you know, Hakiko and I lived there for, um, me for nine years and her for seven. Mm -hmm. and so we miss, we miss that kind of a city where it's more centralized. Yeah. Um, but L.A., you know, I, look, I never would have gotten into podcasting I'm sure had I not lived in LA and just been surrounded by people with so much energy for artistic endeavors in every yeah. direction so that's pretty stunning I mean it seems like everybody you meet it's the classic thing right you know your server at a restaurant is also you know they've got their own TV and right. pilot that they're uh, that they're writing um, and it's you know when I got out there I thought oh, it was kind of a joke but you know it's no joke I mean yeah <laughs> everybody's everybody's trying something and even if only one percent of it works then and I, I think that's the, the secret about being a creative person too is is not allowing yourself just to try one thing uh-huh you know and being brave about whatever you do you know yeah because when I was this age age of these kids I was pretty one track with and I was not <laughs> uh, okay I was not even tracking for music I had no thought I was going to be a musician huh. what was it for you Oh, this music is so dramatic. I know. <laughs> you better come up with a good answer. hard not to listen. <laughs> it's Bartok second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not going to Vietnam was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> that was a good track. And to... So I was distracted by a lot of things. I was an athlete. Okay. I was a gymnast. I went to college on a music on a sports scholarship. Oh. But I grew up around a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, and then all of a sudden, and everyone said, if you would practice, you'd be really, really good because you're super talented. It's like, well, guess what? If I practiced, I would quit. <laughs> and then I got into it hardcore. And actually, my gymnastics training was phenomenal. The regimen of being a gymnast transfers really, really well to being a good practicer. On yeah, a that can also be a pretty solitary endeavor yeah, at times. It can, so. although we had a great, I was with a great team of okay. people. So what was it then that, that suddenly made you really go for it? Music? Um, that's kind of interesting. I, I, my, I was like 17. I was a, about to be a senior in high school. My parents were like, you've got to do something this summer. So I lived in Buffalo and nearby Chautauqua, which has a, a music school, a dance, you know, everything. But I went there just to get a summer job. We had family, friends who had a house. So I got a job sweeping the floors in the hotel. <laughs> But I had youth orchestra friends who said, bring your cello. We're going to be in the music school. And, and then I got there and they said, you should audition for the orchestra. And 
So I did, and we all got in the college orchestra, which makes me wonder how good the college orchestra actually was. <laughs> but then I, I got asked to play chamber music, which I had always loved, and I grew up around the Cleveland Quartet and the Budapest Quartet, hearing their concerts. Oh. Never had played chamber music ever. And um, this one, I'm not going to lie, I had a crush on this girl who <laughs> asked me to play, so I did. And then within this two weeks, the coach of the group who was playing piano, like Marlboro style, uh, she was head of the chamber music program, we were doing Mozart G minor. She, at the end of the coaching, she made everybody leave and she just grabbed me by the shirt. <laughs> what are you doing not in the music school? <laughs> Call your family and tell them you want to quit your job and enroll in the music school. And it wasn't that easy back then. You had to call collect, and they had oh, to accept true. the call. That's true. And not be mad at you and say yes, but they did all of those things. And then when I came back, my teacher was super happy about that, and she put down her cello, and she called Paul Katz huh. and said, I want you to take this kid. Wow. And that's turned everything. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a great story. And so then you, yeah, you were, or, or starting right then. I starting right then. I wow went hardcore for a while. I tried to do both hardcore, mm -hmm. and that didn't work so well. And I dropped gymnastics. Oh, okay. Because if anything, if there's less money in anything than music, it's probably gymnastics. <laughs> That I can imagine, unless, you, unless you're on the Wheaties box. But you know how you talk about these lifelong things? I'm now running a chamber music institute in St. Paul. There's going to be 32 students from all over the country. One of the groups, uh, the faculty, it's going to be a group that's been a prize winner here at Fishoff and Paul Katz, wow. my old teacher. <laughs> so these connections last forever. Yeah. Forever. Well, you know, thank you for, you know, imparting that to all the competitors here, yeah, some most, of whom are juniors. A lot of our kids, <laughs> well, and not yeah. all of them. That's one of the most important things, I think, to take away from any, any competition or festival. No, certainly the fish-off competition is, is glad that you made that switch. I am, too. Probably your joints are happy yeah. as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, if I tried anything today, I'd die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too, partly because I've never had any training. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for sitting down yeah, with me. Yeah, it's and, so uh, great to see you after all these years. Well, it was a nice surprise to see someone from my hometown of Lexington, Kentucky here, um, and that's Sky Park, a violinist who actually played with us at our uh, Chamber Festival of Lexington last summer, so I've known her for a few years, and she is part of a quartet here, the Quartet Eclatante, that is in the junior division. Now she, you know, we have some teachers in common, but she does most of her studying at the uh, Starling program up in Cincinnati, which is about an hour and a half drive from Lexington. And uh, so that's where her quartet is based. And so once I saw her, I knew I wanted to talk to her group and uh, catch up with her, see how things are going and uh, how they're doing at the fish off. Tell me if I say this right, Eclatante. Eclatante, yes. yeah, please. It is a string quartet. <laughs> and uh, where are you guys from? from Cincinnati, Cincinnati, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, well, and so I grew up in Lexington, not far away, and actually, Sky, one of the violinists, you are from Lexington. Mm -hmm. and, and Megan's from... Indiana. Yeah. Okay. And what about you guys? Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Ohio. both Cincinnati. Okay, yeah. actually, why don't we say names? Let's go around the quartet. Well, go around the table, and uh, if you could say your name and your age and your instrument. Um, I'm Christina Nam. I'm 16 years old, and I play the violin. 
I'm Jenny Armour. I am 16 years old and I uh, am a violinist, but I play viola in this group. I'm Sky Park. I'm 17 and I play violin. I'm Megan Hipsky. I am 16 years old and I play the cello. Great. So um, you guys are part of, what's your program called uh, in Cincinnati? The Starling, Starling. Project. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always heard about Starling growing up, and I, mm. it was always <laughs> like this, uh, you know, should should we do Starling and should we not, because mm. it's maybe, what, an hour and a half drive from yeah, Lexington? Yeah, Okay. So I never ended up uh, going oh. up there, but um, it, it, sounded, it sounded fun, but it sounded intimidating, too, like I would have to <laughs> practice a lot. We're big fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You are big fans. Yeah, yeah okay. we love each other. Are you, you big fans of the practicing too? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> Depends. We like getting better. But yeah. <laughs> so is it a, how, how much of the week are you there? Is it all concentrated in one day? One, one day. day. One day. Saturday. 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 Okay. Yeah, so we have theory and quartet and chamber and okay. private, lesson. private lessons. Okay. And so all the rehearsing you do happens on Saturday? Saturday. On Saturday, mm -hmm. okay. yeah, yes. So you basically, you meet once a week? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, for a couple hours, a few hours? You, you mean as an ensemble? Yeah. Oh, well, it depends. We all have very busy schedules, so right. at least an hour. Um, but and rehearsal and coaching. Rehearsal and coaching. Oh, so that's two hours, I guess. So a couple hours, yeah. And do you guys get to do a lot of performing outside yeah. the program, yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And even inside the program, there's inside a lot of performing, performing opportunities, opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> with the, the chamber orchestra um, yeah. and soloist opportunities. So. so is this your first competition together? or? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. How's it, how's it been so far? You guys arrived yesterday? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, We're having a lot of fun. Well, we've had a lot of laughs already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of on a the floor laughs. laughs. Yeah. 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 So. so far, what have you guys seen? Like a hotel and a rehearsal room? Um, yeah, basically. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Is rehearsal any different now that you're here? Or? It's nice to spend that much time together. Yeah, we, we hardly spend that much time together, actually, just because they're so far away. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Places, it's certainly a lot more focused now that we're here. Yeah. It's yeah. Us in the this face, environment. So. Yeah. When do you guys play? We're about 11 a.m. now on the first day. So. Uh, 4:20 p.m. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And what happens between now and then? Any any more rehearsal? You said you just finished. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're gonna eat and then I think we're gonna warm up a little bit and then hit some spots. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna, yeah. What are you playing today? Um, so we're playing the bell string quartet. Yes. You had to look. Hide and Rider quartet. And then the Mendelssohn numbers six. six opus eighty. First and second movements. Yes. Okay. So all together, how much music is that? How much did they ask for? Um, they just at least twenty minutes, right? Or around twenty minutes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, that's we a. All of the music, actually. You Every are? single piece. We love it. Yeah. Yes. Those are all, all great pieces, and they're definitely the, the classics. It's, yeah. I, I see some of the programs here, you know, really adventurous, and, yeah. you know, at the, how, did you, how did you end up choosing the pieces that you'd play? Some of us had played this repertoire before, and so we thought to bring it back up for all of us would be more comfortable instead of learning new repertoire, so, yeah. Yeah. The only new one is the Hyde Rider, yeah. but that was, I think, it's a character yeah. piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Do you, out of the three, the Mendelssohn, Ravel, Haydn, is there one, I mean, did you choose to start with the Mendelssohn because it's the most comfortable, or? Choose. I thought we chose Ravel first, actually. Yeah, and then we did. We all love Ravel. Yeah. We just, like, I think Ravel clicks for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know how. Make why. sure and check the program yeah. with them because they've, <laughs> 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 they've got it listed in a different order. But that's no, that, that's not going to matter. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm curious um, how how the Ravel has been to put together, because I remember yeah. playing that for the first time and it had certain challenges yeah. that counting and sound and everything, or maybe yeah, it's not a big deal. We've had to go through every single section and come up with keywords yeah. and just specific yeah. notes and like exactly what sound mm -hmm. we want there. And, um, but it's so great to like look around the quartet at some sections when we know that's coming up that are just bring us so much joy and that just satisfying. Put us, yeah, satisfying and just puts a big smile mm -hmm. on our faces. It's a very intimate piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are some of the changes you have noticed looking back, you know, when you first started playing together, the four of you? Maybe things that you would do now that you would take for granted as far as playing or rehearsing that were new to you when you started? Um, I think us as an ensemble, we've bonded. Like after all this time that we spent with each other, we understand each other um, more and um, we know our habits and like it's just easier to play with each other. I know um, as far as balance and intonation, so I played mostly second violin in my quartet. Uh, once I got to college, because I didn't do a whole lot of chamber music before then, like you guys. So I know for, for balance, yeah, I got it drilled into me. You know, if the cello's playing and you're playing along with it, like, shut up. And, <laughs> well, or, you know, ba balance to the cello. Or yeah. if you're playing a third of the chord, don't make it match your open strings and, you know, play. So certain things, yeah, just that I carry with me now. And I can always think back to those first chamber experiences. But was this group your first chamber music? Or have you done it at different camps and festivals? Well, well Christina and I have been playing together since, since we were in like 10, 9. Yeah. Wow. And we were each other's first, I think. Yeah. Wait, was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Basically. Basically. Um, so we've known each other for a while. Um, and then I joined. And then Jenny joined. I learned viola for this group. Um, mm -hmm. Two. Yeah. Like three years ago. yeah. And then Megan came this year. <laughs> yes. yes. Came this year. I played with Jenny previously a couple years ago yeah, at a, at a, at a certain time. chamber camp. Um, so that was a very fun experience. I already knew her. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great. Cool. What's going on after this? Is the do your lessons and coaching still go on after after the competition, or is this kind of a? It's the end of the school year for so us. We're all yeah. Kind of starlings. Yeah. Yeah. Because who's graduating? No one. No, no one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. And uh, yeah, what, what festivals were you going to be in the summer? Um, so I'm going to the Highfields Institute. Okay. I'm going to the Bowdoin International Festival. Bowdoin all the way. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and Meadow Mount. Oh, okay. Oh, and also Decoy. Which oh, yeah. you are Decoy. Going right. to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the David Kim yeah. Orchestral Institute. I'll be there uh, for, I think, just, just two or three days. But that's going to be fun. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll see a couple of you there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to take up your, your whole day. I know you've got to <laughs> eat and relax before you play. But, uh, yeah, this is Eclatante. Thank you so and, much. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks Thank for joining you. us here. And, uh, yeah, play great today. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a great place to leave the first day of the fish-off, I think. Some groups have played already. They're done for the day. Others are still anxiously waiting their turn, like Eclatante. And um, tomorrow we'll see who's left. About half of the groups will be done with this competition and the other half will play semis and some finals of course on the third day and I'll be here with you to bring you all the action I can. Come back tomorrow for day two and following that of course the finals day three. It's been great having you here for this special Live from the Fish Off. <laughs>